and welcome back to our latest episode of the Million Dollar Coach podcast. My name's Lisa Kirkman, and I'm joined this morning by Christina Anderson, Ash Capola, Sam is off uh, doing dad duties. How are you guys? Great. Awesome. It's a ladies club today. <laughs> it is a ladies club today. <laughs> so we should be able to solve the problems of the world today. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, all right. Today, I thought that uh, we were getting into a really important subject that I guess is sometimes overlooked when we talk about, you know, coaches that want to build an audience and leverage their knowledge, and that's the power of building relationships. And, you know, I want to dig into this one a little bit because sometimes we can overlook the relationships that are right in front of us that are going to help us um, you know, pull the biggest levers to to create a sustainable um, income for ourselves. And that is, you know, if we are fortunate to work into an, an, in an affiliate, and I say fortunate because it is a fortunate position to be, um, you've got members in that affiliate you see all day, every day. Um, you can build an effective relationship with your affiliate owner, which is going to be a relationship of reciprocity then so that, you know, you can help them and everybody wins, everything benefits. So I think that, you know, we talk a lot about the strategies and the mindset and, and a whole heap of the tools, but I think this relationship um, conversation is a big one to have as well as part of that. Who wants to uh, kick us off on this one? Christina, you look like you're ready to go. Of course, always. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, we, we talk so much on here about, um, you know, creating a brand for yourself, figuring out your why, putting yourself out there, making a sale, you know, like all these kind of scary, like entrepreneurial things. And I think that, you know, it's really um, not to be overlooked that, we can be creating these and building these relationships within our affiliates and, and doing some of these things within our affiliates, which also then, uh, you know, makes the affiliate owner happy. And we now have a, you know, a whole team of happy people. So, um, you know, I just think that, um, you know, the more, the more you really lean into, uh, what your people need, um, you know, things start to to grow from there. You know, you you build relationships with members and with people, and you get into some of the pain points, and you might start to see some trends. You know, maybe you have a bunch of members who really struggle with their overhead mobility, and suddenly you can start to like do a little bit of research, see some things that might help them get better, and suddenly maybe we're designing a six week program for overhead mobility, you know, and, and getting people to come in and, and being held accountable. Um, not only you as the person kind of giving this information, but now you're joining people together within the community um, that have like struggles and they can come together and you're just creating some really, really beautiful stuff here. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's something that is a, an excellent point in there that you touch on is that, you know, you can look at that community and there's your inbuilt market research about what do people struggle with rather than going, well, 
I've got these skills. Maybe I'll I'll design a program on you know something completely random, which you know very few people struggle with. It could be you know how to do a, a one armed handstand. Well, that's going to serve a very small piece of the population. Whereas you've got access, you know, 80, 100, 150 people in front of you where you will see commonalities if you are paying attention and and talking to people. And as coaches on the floor, it's taken for granted that that's what you're doing. You're talking to people. But that's different to, you know, hey, Christina, good to see you putting your name on the whiteboard and, you know, crop dusting your way around the room versus having a real conversation Come on, Ash. You know what I mean. It's not that crop dusting. It's about <laughs> oh, we've all heard about cues being crop dusted, where you just like say something and move on. That's what I mean. Right. I yeah. know it was. Uh, I love. I love your <laughs> my turn of oh, phrase. Yep. So <laughs> let's <laughs> let's move on. Okay. Um, but but you know, it's it's being having that ability and being prepared to actually talk to people and really connect with someone and understand what their struggles are it's only you know through that you've got a whole gold mine of inspiration you know we've heard from coaches who are like I don't know what I would um sell I don't know what problems I could solve right I yeah I I kind of want to piggyback off that Lisa like so, you know, on this podcast, obviously we talk a lot about needing to know your niche, but if you have that, right, like, cause we all have to start somewhere and, you know, maybe you've only been coaching for a year or three years or maybe 10 years. And you're just like, I just want to do this for good, but I don't know what my thing is. Well, mm-hmm. as Christina just said, that's a great place to start, right? Like you have, if you're with, if you're in an affiliate, you like Lisa said, you have this market research right in front of you. Um, Experiment. You hear people complaining about things that hurt them, things they can't accomplish for, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it can be very easily written off as like, well, that's because they don't listen or that's because of this. But if you're hearing that over and over again, that's opportunity right there. Mm -hmm. And it's opportunity for yourself to grow as a coach, because even if you don't know how to help them, like Christina said, you do the research, Mm -hmm. then you've grown your own knowledge. Right. Right. And then you help those people, you know, with that problem, with that pain point. And then you learn how to implement that knowledge. You've just grown twofold right there. And you're improving Mm. your relationship with those individuals through the affiliate. Mm. Like that's incredible. That's like three main growth areas in just the first five minutes of the podcast that we've Mm. touched on. Yeah. And And it doesn't have to be a conversation where you're sidling up to somebody saying, hey, want to buy my program? It's not a manipulation. And we've said this numerous times. Sales is, you know, it should not be about a manipulation. If you have a genuine thing or a genuine intention that's not, manipulation but it's I want to connect with people because you know I'm a coach I'm interested in people I want to understand more about you know what you struggle with so we can work around some of the things why is squatting to depth a struggle for you why is eating broccoli and drinking water a struggle for you like why is that a thing and getting to understand them so we can actually offer more personalized solutions rather than 
look, just get in your car, drive home, eat broccoli, drink water, eat almonds, go to sleep, get up, come back here and do it again. Like it's it's understanding those things that that really and that connection, which then lets people be more open and honest with us. It's going to, you know, 10x their results because we're able to tap into some of those things and understand that it's not just a, a linear journey. And it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't come warm all day because I just, you know, I can't squat and I, can, and I feel, you know, whatever. Great. How can we work around this for you? Why is this a struggle for you? And having those connecting conversations, not just a, hey, I've got a squat program you could buy. Like that's not the intent of the conversation. Mm-hmm. But sometimes as, and I guess this is also the difference between a, a coach and a trainer is that a coach will dive headlong into these conversations, whereas a trainer's like backing out of that because yeah. it's too much of, you know, it's, oh, it's in the feels, it's the peopley stuff versus, you know, mm-hmm. it's just easy for me to tell you to do more squatting or, oh, you don't like squatting, let's go do squat therapy because I'm sure that's going to increase your love of squatting a thousandfold, not. Um, <laughs> you know, so why do you think the struggle is there that trainers, are, you know, and some coaches are reluctant to dig into that sort of connection with, you know, members and find it, maybe find it easier to talk to a screen sometimes and, and you know, offer a generic thing, I guess, rather than talk to the people in front of them? Well, I, I think like, you know, something that we talk about a lot here is this idea of not trading time for money, right? So like mm-hmm. a lot of coaches in the affiliate setting are simply coaching a lot in order to make the ends meet. And the problem is, you know, not only have, you know, we have proven that that is just an uphill battle that's you're never going to win because um, there just aren't enough classes that even exist. But also in order to truly coach an effective class and build these relationships with people, you need to be limited on how many classes that you're actually coaching. You know, I, mm. you hear come like differing kind of opinions out there, but really if you're coaching any more than two classes in a row, that's, pretty it's pretty excessive as far as what we are capable of as humans like emotionally you know so like let's say i'm coaching three four classes in a row i'm not gonna have the bandwidth or the emotional energy or capacity to make any connections with anyone and i may you know know a few things about a couple of the members who are the squeaky wheels but like I'm just not going to be able to dig deeper. Like it's just, it's exhausting. You know, if you're really coaching a class properly, you're leaving that class like wiped emotionally drained. And then if you have to turn around and do it all over again, multiple times a day, we're just losing that capacity to build those relationships. So I, I think that's step one is that we need to define like what is an appropriate load for a coach And then how can we, uh, you know, make sure that we are spending that time then to invest and make sure that we make up income Mm. by, you know, creating programs. Yeah. And you're right. It's, um, you know, when you're doing back-to-back classes, it's like one in, yeah, I'd love to talk to you more, but I've got the next lot coming in. Mm -hmm. I will asterisk that by saying that, you know, Sometimes, particularly if we're talking about 
affiliate owners on the floor and and they're the sole operator, it's really difficult to do anything but like, yep, I'm going to run all three afternoon classes, all three morning classes. Um, And it can be hard to start building that team or to afford to build that team. Um, And if if that's a position you're in, you should definitely reach out to us at Affiliate Mm -hmm. and start that ball to to give yourself some of that freedom back. Um, So sometimes it's a matter of, you know, have to you know, and, and you do the best you can with, with what you can. But if you are coaching in an affiliate, so you're, you're not the affiliate owner, you're not solely responsible for everything you're coaching, then, yeah, you have a bit more um, opportunity to ha- to not have to do everything but also have that freedom um, to, you know, connect with members on, on a little bit, different level because you're not worried about doing all of the things, putting out all of the fires. Mm-hmm. Um, but understanding too that you can contribute to if you feel like I'm doing all the classes and I'm the only other coach, what can we do, you know, how can I contribute to building this up so that, you know, we can get extra coaches in if that's the obstacle here. And understanding mm-hmm. that, you know, you creating things and pulling on those levers in the affiliate are going to help the affiliate as well as yourself. So it doesn't mean you have to launch a, you know, 10 week, you know, calf enlargement program or something on, on Instagram to get to be your million dollar coach, but you can have huge impact. And we've talked about the difference between entrepreneur and entrepreneur and that they're both valuable within your affiliate and make help make your affiliate more successful while you yourself are creating a successful career. Because at the end of the day, if you're coaching an affiliate and there is no affiliate, well, um, that didn't really help anybody. So, you know, if you want it to be, that's the first step in having that sustainable income is have somewhere to generate said income. And if that's what you want to do in an affiliate, that's great. Well, working collaboratively with the affiliate owner to grow this thing rather than, well, it's Christina's gym, like it's, I don't know, whatever she wants to do with it. Like I'm just over here selling this other thing, which is, and that's taking my time and attention. So I'm tired by the time I get to running classes without understanding um, the potential of building that relationship with my affiliate owner. And again, then having that freedom to connect with those members. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, touching on if you, you know, not the, if the affiliate owner is running all the classes that I feel like is for the fit affiliate podcast, but yeah, definitely contact us. But if you, let's say you are the one and only coach that the affiliate owner has, and he's coaching the other, or she is coaching all the others, um, your relationship needs to be very strong and your needs as an individual, as an employer, right. Need to be communicated as well as the owner's needs. Um, And I think, you know, a very simple way to start that before you can even get into, you know, if you have multiple coaches, we can get down to those relationships later. But, um, you know, making sure both of you are able to actually get into classes and participate in classes because being at the front and coaching and then participating in class as a coach are two very different experiences with the actual members themselves as well. You'll hear conversations, you'll hear pain points as taking the class as a member, as a coach, like 
that are different from when what you'll hear somebody come to you with as the coach leading the class at the front. Mm-hmm. And it's also obviously a very big way of developing trust among your members and letting them see that you believe in the programming you're doing the program, right? Like, and you trust this coach, you're going to listen to what he's telling you to do this coach that you hired or the owner that's whatever the case may be. Um, making sure you're both taking each other's classes is going to, you know, provide again, more levels of trust within the affiliate as well. And then also, so to piggyback off that, the whole reason I said that is then you're both going to be able to talk to each other, come together again as experiencing taking the class and saying, this is what I'm hearing as class is going on, that you might then be able to come together as a team and be like, I think these two pain points, we could do something to help the members. And, you know, it, it's just an extra offering that you're doing for the members because you can tell it's needed, but also may end up generating more revenue because it may be something, even if you do something like a clinic for free, because it's a member appreciation, right? If people are loving it and you see good feedback, then that could be something that, okay, then once a month, we're going to host this. It's only going to be $10 for members, $20 for non-members, whatever. But again, it's just, it's opportunity. Mm. And, you know, that's the big, big thing is seeing opportunities when they present because they're everywhere. Whereas, you know, we find that some coaches are overwhelmed, I guess, with where to start, what to do, like, how do I create something? How do I put something out there? And they kind of can't see the forest for the trees and they miss those opportunities to go, oh, this is a thing that might be needed. Like here's a widget that's going to fix this. So if my members are struggling with it, maybe, you know, there are a lot of other people who struggle with that. So, you know, maybe it can be a larger offering or maybe it is something that, you know, we host in our affiliate and we um, invite other neighbouring affiliates too because, God forbid, should we speak to each other as neighbouring affiliates? Like, you know. <laughs> that's a whole other can of worms. <laughs> that's 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 a affiliate conversation. But yeah. it's, you know, if, if your membership base, if you're identifying and hearing a loud set of pain points, guaranteed that's, that's echoing around the countryside for sure. Yeah. So, and if they're not being served a solution at their affiliate, like, if you're creating a platform, creating a product, product, positioning yourself and and promoting it, then people who want that are going to come and find that. And we're not saying about jumping jumping ship to your affiliate or anything like that, but can connect with you on your social media or however it is you're offering this um, platform. Like Ash did an amazing job of running a pull-up program at the affiliate she worked at at the time, then packaged it, sliced it and diced it and ran it as an online program. Like very um, simple way to translate something that worked really well and was powerful and you saw it working well and there was demand for it. It's like, well, this is a pretty common thing across the board. How do I turn this into something that can help other people? So you did that. You created a product for that. And that's seeing that opportunity rather than thinking that you have to have some big you know, grandiose, amazing, you know, program that's going to solve the world. Like it can be something very, very simple and straightforward that you've already created. How do I package this now for a larger audience? Yeah. Yeah. 
and understanding that power. Yeah, it's like we were saying, um, I think it was on this podcast in the last episode, um, you know, just this uh, this idea that the the knowledge, the information, it, you know, like anybody can go and look up, you know, how to get a better pull up or whatever and, and come up with a bunch of different things to do. Right. Um, but what, what we're selling, what we're offering the product is, is the coaching, right? So it's Mm -hmm. like, I think that that's something that stops people too. Um, is that, you know, coaches will think to themselves like, well, a bunch of the members want to get a pull up, but like, I don't know who might've teach them how to do a pull up, like whatever, like just go on YouTube and look up you know, the gymnastics course and find some videos. And it's like, no, like they want coaching. Right. So it's like, you know, we have to realize that we're not necessarily selling information that's, you know, free to anybody, but like, we're, we're coaching like that. We need to start, you know, going back to our topic of valuing ourselves and valuing that product um, you know, the importance of having a coach where it's not just, I'm going to get you a pull-up in six weeks. It's, you're going to get a pull-up and you're going to just believe in yourself and you're going to go after the next goal and you're going to feel so empowered and you're going to feel so supported and you're going to be surrounded by people who are going to do it with you. And you guys are going to struggle together in the trenches, shaking in the hollow hold. And it, it, it's like, like that, you're really that selling is, it. But, right. <laughs> that is what we're saying. You know what I mean? So it's like, I just yeah. think like a lot of coaches, they just, they talk themselves out of it either yeah. a because of what Ashley was saying, where like, they don't have like a good enough relationship with their owner. So there's like not clarity there of like what's allowed and what's not allowed, but B because they just don't understand the value of what, you, what we're providing. Mm. And, you know, that whole thing of me doing the pull-up program within my affiliate, that was something I noticed people had been complaining about. They hadn't gotten for a long time. Now we all know as coaches here that like, there's only so much you can do because they still need to physically do the actual work. Right. Um, but part of when I developed that program, like, yeah, that was why I hadn't done it for so long. Cause I watched so many people come in with their apps of Pamela, a, a guy, oh, I always say her last name wrong, but you know, like, and the gymnastics course and this and that, and it's like six weeks to this and eight weeks to this. And none of them got further. Most of them, yes, because they quit. But some of them, I was like, they're not doing these things right. And nobody's telling them. And I saw where there was a common weakness, right? Like, is it going to be the same at another gym? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but I knew my members and, you know, like, and that's, why I was felt very confident once I developed that in like how they went through it, because I'm like, you know, we spent, yeah, an entire day on just the hollow hold because 90% of them were doing it wrong and they had no idea. And I only knew that from taking classes with them, from coaching them and watching them, you know, and that's, but again, that's because I was in the affiliate. So that's a powerful tool that you have at your disposal and that's where we talk you know to affiliate owners about you know when new leads come in you're not selling them crossfit that's not what you're selling them because they can do crossfit for free from the internet it's still you can get 
programming, like just chat GPT will probably write your program. We'll ask Sam. Um, yeah. He's the chat GPT guru. But, you know, you could get a 10-week program, I'm quite sure, if you put in the right right string. What we're, you know, the value and what people are paying for is the coaching and the connection and to be seen, even though they don't realise that that's the important part of it. And as coaches then, you know, we're almost compelled that if you see something that, you know, where you can make a difference, you're compelled to take action because that's what we do as coaches. And that's a differentiator between coaches and trainers. Trainers will be like, yeah, just come to class. You'll get a pull-up. Like, just keep following the program. Whereas as coaches, we're compelled to address things that we see and we can't, once we see it, we can't unsee it. And those are the opportunities we have to create a difference for everybody in in our circle, I guess, the affiliate members, the affiliate owner, and then for the wider population as we, you know, develop something and package it. And that's not taking away from that that in-person experience, but as a coach, like, you know, as you said, um, Ash, you're noticing that people would do other programs and they'd fall off because they're not actually getting coached because here's a template, whereas, you know, part of your program was providing a level of coaching. So send me a video, you're going to get some feedback versus, you know, here's my program for $10 and good luck with that. So there's a very big difference in, in our, and, you know, we talk about communicating what we do in our messaging and it's really that emphasis on that coaching and the value of that and how you move forward faster with somebody versus, you know, you're going to, pay for a $10 program, we're going to get a $10 result at the end of the day. Unfortunately, we try and compete with that though. So, you know, when Ash was putting out her program, she could have very easily gone, oh, well, everyone else has got something around, you know, $15. I might as well just do 15 and and try and be the same as everybody else. But you need to be and recognise and embrace when you're being in a field of one. Mm-hmm. So. Ash, you could have thought about it and gone, well, there's a million pull-up programs out there. Like there's no not much point me doing one. Who am I? I'm just a, you know, well, coach and, at CrossFit and XYZ. To be, to be clear, right, and, and transparent so that you guys know, like I did go through that a little bit. That's a different struggle for another podcast. But, like, those feelings are natural. The The trick is to look past them and continue with what you know, because you know you can help these people. Whether they choose you or not is not your, right? That's not what we're talking Mm -hmm. about. And that's just something I like to put out out there as a disclaimer, because I don't want anyone thinking we're like superhuman and don't feel these things, you know? So Oh, I I think everyone's well aware. We're definitely not superhuman. (laughs) We've been nothing if not transparent and honest and and we've kept it pretty real on this podcast. Yeah. And that's right. Like you can get stuck in that, well, who am I to put this out here? Yep. I'm yep. not a gymnastics course seminar staff member. I'm not, you know, any of these these million things. But because you're a coach, you felt like this is a need. This can help people. And it wasn't a manipulation. You're not, you know, saying, hey, you know, five weeks to to great abs or any of those sort of things. It's like this is not just going to help you with a pull-up. You're going to develop strength in other areas. Like you're going to be able to support your body weight. Even if you don't get a pull-up at the end of it, it's yeah about the journey and 
selling that journey. So it becomes not about manipulation. It's about inspiring people to work towards something that they they want or that they thought might have been unattainable. Right. And you valued it enough to price it accordingly rather than, well, I'm just going to put myself in the pond with everybody else. Yep. And that's a huge differentiator when we're talking about having the confidence to take something you know and leverage that knowledge. We've all invested a lot of money in uh, obtaining, you know, certifications, qualifications, um, you know, knowledge. And now you want to be able to, and, you know, that's part of, you know, our drive here at Million Dollar Coach Program is like, okay, you've got all these things and these are amazing and CrossFit provides, you know, a, a lovely ladder of ascension for you to achieve higher levels as a coach. Here's now how you leverage all of that knowledge to let you pay your bills, eat, and, you know, at the end of the day, we want you to achieve freedom, you know, freedom of money, freedom of time, freedom of purpose, freedom of relationships. Mm. And that starts by you creating something and all of that stuff in your head, like, that's amazing. But unless you deploy it and do something with it, it's really you're kind of half living your role as a coach in that you're not sharing these gifts with the people that need it. And you've got the people sitting in front of you in the affiliate and also the people outside, but you need to build those relationships with people. Yeah. And that can be, and I think we've talked before about, I think it was when we had EC on the podcast, she's like, you know, social media, like Instagram is like a giant rock concert and we're all yelling and everyone's trying to be heard. Mm. But if you want to have conversations, even in that space, you know, you've, you're building relationships with people you don't even know. You're having conversations with people and at some point they'll be ready to engage with you. And you don't know what the trick is going to be. You don't know what the, the moment's going to be or the thing you're going to post that's going to make them want to interact with you or, to, or take action. I know Christina's had this with, you know, yeah. people will reach out and say, okay, I've been watching your stuff for six months now and I'm, I, I really need to, you know, embark on this journey to increase my coaching. And so I want to go for my next levels of, of certifications. Can you help? And they could have been watching all of the content, all of the stuff for six months, but she's been building that relationship. So you've almost got to think about everything that you put out there, whether it be someone sitting in front of you or, you know, so on via social media is, that's building relationships because you're having conversations and some of the stuff you're going to have on the socials is going to feel like it's a one-way conversation, like you're putting something out there, but you are starting a conversation with somebody mm. else in their head or that they talk about. So, you know, as we kind of, you know, I guess now transition to the second part of this, this episode is like what are some ways that we can, you know, do that effectively or get our head around you know, building those relationships both in the affiliate and and understanding that we could do it at, you know, we might, coaches could well be sitting there right now going, yeah, I talk to my members every day. Like, what the hell are you talking about? You guys, like, are you on crack or something? Like, what the hell? But understanding that next layer of conversation, so how do we go about that? And also getting comfortable, and I, and I know that, Christina, you are awesome in this space of having conversations with people you can't even see. That you don't even know that you're having a conversation with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think like, you know, it's, 
it's kind of cliche, but it's, it, it's really in the little things, you know, like today at my affiliate, um, we did a one mile time trial and I got to work early to measure out a one mile loop as opposed mm -hmm. to typically we go out and back. Um, and so I went in early and just, I made sure that it was exactly a mile and I put cones out and, um, you, didn't you know, measure and, and, yards by accident. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank goodness. Um, so, you know, little, little thing. And, you know, later in the day was just chatting with some members and, um, you know, I was having a conversation with one gentleman who, you know, just has voiced some like frustration with his nutrition you know, and, and just feels like he's fallen off again, what's going on. And we've had conversations before where, you know, I've just kind of been there to be like, Hey, you know, what, how can we shift the mindset? What can we try? You know, yada, yada. And I just looked at him and I said, you know, how, how can I help? Like, how can I be a better help to you? Um, you know, with this and, Somebody had made the comment about how I'm the type of coach who shows up early to measure a one mile loop so that everybody can run in a circle. And he was like, you like, you're great. Like you are helping. Like what you do here every day helps me. It motivates me. Right. So it's like this full circle moment of like, I didn't do anything that extravagant. I measured out a mile loop. I asked somebody how he was feeling about his nutrition that's where it starts. You know, the member who never squats below parallel, who last week I decided to have a conversation with, it turns out the more he squats, he notices pain in his heel throughout the day. So now that's telling me, okay, we got a little hamstring tightness or something, maybe some sciatica pulling up on the foot. Okay. Now, instead of him being like the guy that doesn't squat to depth, I now have a better understanding and he feels heard. And now the next time I offer him something for his squat, he's going to be more apt to, you know, listen and, and, and value that information because mm. I took the time to listen to the fact that he has a legitimate concern about squatting below parallel. It causes him pain. He has made this mm. connection in his mind. So, um, you know, it just, it's little, little things. It's not, it's mm. nothing earth shattering. I did not need any one of my credentials to have any of those conversations with people. <laughs> you just have to be a human. It's yeah. it's funny. I, I, I work with a client who, you know, was having difficulty explaining to his coaches how to connect to people and, and, and get to know them without it feeling awkward. And I referenced something that I, that I totally will put my hand up and stole from somebody. Um, I said, you know, have you, if you, if you, a coach that struggles like this will help you is if you remember the acronym Ford. So when you're talking to someone, F is for family, ask them about their family, family, like, Hey, you know, Oh, do you have kids? Do you have dogs? You don't, do you like cats? Like whatever. And connect with people on that level, because that's something we all have in common, you know, find out about their occupation. What do you do? Oh, what led you to that? Like, how is that something you always wanted to do? Like, how was the process to get there? Like, people always talk about what they do. Yeah. R is recreation. So what do you do for fun when you're not at the gym? Like, if their answer is come to the gym, it's like, okay, well, you know, maybe we can talk about some balance or some other things. Like, what do you like to do? 
what lights you up, what makes you happy. And D is dreams, is like what do you want to, you know, where do you want to go? Like what do you want to do? What's something that matters to you? Oh, I'd love to have, you know, a house on a remote desert island with no people. Yeah, great, cool, totally. <laughs> I can totally feel that sometimes. But, you know, it, each of those points can give you something to connect with somebody and then you keep layering on by still following that process. Every time you have a conversation, you file something away, come back in. Hey, Christina, how are the ki- how are the girls going? Oh, you know, how did you get that promotion you were putting in for? Like, you know, it do- and it's not artificial. It's just giving you in your brain some internal icebreakers to go through. As in, okay, I've got someone new in front of me. I'm great at teaching people what to do and getting them fit, and but I do struggle with connection. Okay hey, Christina, you know, thanks for coming to the gym. Like, um, tell me a little bit about you. Like, you know, do you have family? Do you, you know, you're a dog person or you're a cat person? Like one of the first questions we ask people that come into us at Fitfillet, are you a dog person? Like we like cat people, but we are 100% dog people here as well. We're not going to cut you off. Sam's getting thrown under the bus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's not here. This is what happens, Ash. Like, no, it's an episode, guys. Um. But it just gives you that point of reference to start, even if that's completely opposite to you, then be curious. And, oh, that's really interesting. I've never heard about that before. Like, you know, someone keeps snakes, whatever. It's like, oh, okay, cool. That's really creepy and weird to me, but tell me about that. Like (laughs) you just have these opportunities to talk to people and then you start building that trust, building that relationship, and then gradually people will feel more comfortable to be honest with you and vulnerable and you know they're being seen and heard and it's something really simple I remember when I heard it I went wow that's insanely simple and I'm today years old that I have that and I've used it a a zillion times and trained my coaches when I was in the affiliate on exactly the same thing and it has been transformative in their ability to connect Every time. And it, it can even bring, you know, the relationships within the, like the actual class community too. you know, somebody mm-hmm. overhears somebody say like, oh, well, I have a, you know, I have three pugs and they're like, oh my God, I had a pug and they're <laughs> the best dogs, aren't they? And then they start. And then the next mm-hmm. thing you know, they're talking about beers and they're going to meet at a brewery later that week. And they never mm-hmm. really talked before, you know, like yeah. we had a, a guy who, was an avid hunter and he would not use, he'd always try to find a way to get rid of his venison because his wife wouldn't eat it. (laughs) And, you know, all these, we had all these people in the gym, like what free venison. And, and then, you know, he's providing food for the entire gym. (laughs) Like it was. It's a powerful tool, isn't it? It's even for affiliate owners to connect to their staff are more than just, Hey, you know, you ran a crap class or you didn't put the dumbbells away or you didn't, you didn't, you know, make sure the members, you know, clean up their chalk. Like it's as a personal level connecting with your team and building that, that those layers of trust within your team and then your team feeling like, yeah, this is, this is something I'm bought into and I want to, you know, I want to bring something to the table that's going to help us be successful. It really does building those relationships just fuels um, the fire and can be like you can use it as rocket fuel to get to where you want to go or you can not invest in it and think it's 
too hard, too icky. So you'll be, you know, putting diesel in a Ferrari and wondering why it's not going to go very fast at all. Yeah. So I guess as we get to the point of, you know, putting a pin in this one, um, any sort of final thoughts or comments, Ash? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, I yeah. feel like... I feel like a broken record when I say this, but I also feel like I'm always happy to be reminded of things uh, that are like common knowledge, but transparency, like talk to your affiliate owner, right? Be transparent with your needs and your desires and try to create a relationship there and then work on the relationships with your members and it will all come full circle. Yeah, for sure. And not being entitled saying I need, it's like, how can I help? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in everything. Yeah. Uh, Miss Christina? Well, I just think, like, honestly, the number one rule of thumb here in all of building relationships is that it just, you have to be genuine. So, like, you know, people people can read through if you're not genuinely excited to build a relationship and a connection with them and I just think that like, if anybody's listening to this, thinking to themselves, like, I hate building relationships with people or like, I don't genuinely enjoy getting to know people. I, I strongly would recommend this may not be for you, you know, because I think that <laughs> it just like, I don't know, maybe that was harsh, but like, I just think like, you have to care about people. You have to genuinely mm. care about people. And as we have more than just their movement. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. so we have a displayed, right? Like this mm. is this is how we get deeper. This is how we turn training into coaching. So mm. if you find that you're not having success coaching people, maybe you need to take a look at how genuinely do you care about these people and and how can you then build relationships by genuinely caring? Yeah. And and that's where it comes down to, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, team. Well, I'm glad we all have good relationships. So Thank you for having the conversation today and we're digging into some of the, the stuff that doesn't often get talked about and I think that that's a, that's a, that's a powerful tool. So, uh, guys, if you're listening um, and you know a coach that could um, benefit from this, please share, please like and subscribe on your favourite platform. Even leave us a review if you've got comments or questions. Um, we do check those. And follow us as Webinar. always at, at FitFillet. Yeah, I was getting to that. Just getting to that. As always, follow us at FitFilliet. But next week um, we are doing a live webinar. Um, what time is it? My brain's gone blank. Uh, 2 p.m. Eastern on there October 3rd. Yeah, That's the one. So uh, we'll have a link in the show notes where you can register to be part of that. Um, talking about all the things around our mindset mandates and putting yourself in a position to you know, be the best that you can be. So don't miss that one. Um, we're very excited to roll that out. Going to be facilitated by the one and only Ash. So definitely don't miss that. We'll have a little panel discussion at the end. Um, so going to be super cool for everyone. So that's what we've got on the agenda for next week. Plus we've got a special guest coming up on the podcast in the next uh, couple of weeks, um, as well as more great stuff from the team. But Follow us over at Fitfilliate. You'll see all of our content. We've just pushed out that link to register for the webinar today. So um, get amongst it and we'll see you on the next one.